Ladies and gentlemen, did you see what dropped on the internet just a few days ago? That's right, a new trailer for House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones sequel series, but really a prequel series, but kind of a sequel series, but you know what we're saying. It's new Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon, not Game of Thrones because we don't talk about Game of Thrones anymore because people are still angry about it. But we're here to dissect this trailer. And who are we? Well, I am Natalie Bohensky, mother of kittens. Really getting back into that name now. I'm really leaning back into it. And also leaning in with me is a man who rocks blonde platinum dreadlocks better than any sea snake. It's Stuart Late. Uh, Hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. Yes, uh, that would just be the the Westerosi version of a Rastafarian walking around. It would be fantastic. You would own that stew. You would own that look. Oh, totally. Yes. It would be uh, ethically dubious, but I'd I'd be rocking it. It'd be great. You know what? Sometimes style has to take precedence over all of these other considerations. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do it. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Uh, Stu, thank you for joining me. If I sound a bit hushed and whispered, it's because it's very late at night uh, and we are coming to you in kind of an emergency style, a bit gorilla style, Mm. a little bit, uh, what's a bit of uh, gonzo, gonzo style. We're gonzo podcasting. We're gons casting. Uh, (laughs) This is sort of a late night catch up to talk about this uh, trailer that dropped about 24 hours uh, before we we actually are recording. So it was about Nearly 24 hours ago. I, I saw the official account tweet something. I thought, huh, that's weird. And then I went to bed and I woke up yeah. to several panicked texts from, from Natalie saying, <laughs> Stu, that's a new trailer, Stu. Oh, my God, we've got to do an emergency podcast right now. And this is like at 2 a.m. Um, I'm fast asleep, ready, ready to go out for work in the morning. Natalie's like, we've got to do this. We've got to do it tomorrow. I believe it was more a lamentation that why are the sensible people (laughs) in Australia asleep when America decides to drop critical pop culture information? I I tell you what, it's very inconsiderate of them. You know why I was intrigued? Because I had a similar thing where I started seeing the House of the Dragon tweet out these kind of character profiles mm. so they have these you know like here's this character on a beautiful targaryen three-headed dragon oh of course yeah, yeah well i mean we'll see i was already in bed by this stage i'm i'm a very i ah, keep very civilized hours these days you do and so i started seeing these because i got home i've just started my run of speed the movie the play at the brisbane powerhouse playing all of may at the brisbane comedy festival check us out come see the show come ride the bus quick plug but yeah so I'd gotten home and was just debriefing about that and then boom started seeing this stuff and I was like oh that's interesting and then boom they dropped the trailer and I was very excited to retweet and re-facebook that four minutes after it uploaded <laughs> you're right there just, you're, you're right at the dragon's den yeah and and does anyone kind of notice or give me credit no they do not because it was at like 2 a.m <laughs> And then I was so inspired, I bashed out uh, an article for my patrons, patreon.com slash girl clumsy. Thank you to all my patrons for supporting me. And I was like, I've got to get this out to my patrons so when they wake up in the morning, they'll see the trailer and they'll have something to read. And and I think it makes sense. So I may post that up on Facebook uh, soon enough, but you'll definitely see it if you're a patron. Um, Stu, are you excited about more House of the Dragon? (laughs) 
I'm pretty excited about this, Natalie. I think it's going to be very cool. It leads, the, the trailer was very, very uh, exciting. I think um, mm. there's a lot of good stuff in there. It gives you, for, for, first, for the first time, we get a fairly good look at the, the look and tone of the show, and I, mm. I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's very Game of Thrones. Mm. It's Game of Thrones with like so many albino people, though. Uh, the, yeah, the, well, well they're, they're everywhere. Like the, they haven't wiped each other out yet. I know, and it's that funny spoilers, thing. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's that funny thing with Game of Thrones because there was only ever Daenerys and Viserys. Yes. That was her brother. Yeah, yeah. The one who yeah. got his head uh, goldenified. Yeah, the by, crown um, for king. That's right. So he was done off very early and then you just had Daenerys who's kind of this lone figure amongst, say, the Dothraki who are all like yes. beautiful bronzed Essos warrior horseman. Yes, she, she was then, always very visually distinctive. That's right. And whereas in this one, you know, the blonde wigs are working overtime and it kind of looks like a race of, I mean, is Nazi Superman uh, an overkill? I don't know, Stu, what are you? Well, it might it might be apt. I mean, they are, they are technically some sort of master race from over the sea who kind of subjugated an entire people. So, um, yeah, kind of. That, that kind of works. Yeah, so just it's just a few little overtones of the Hitler Youth, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, uh, although I don't know that the Germans would have approved of so much long hair on men. Not well, sure the interesting thing, <laughs> yes, exactly, yes, they they like their short back and sides. Um, mm. But the the interesting thing is there shouldn't actually be this many people with that jet white hair, um, because at least one character, uh, which is uh, a Reina, um, the, the older uh, Targaryen lady. Uh, should have uh, uh, Rainus rather Rainus uh, Targaryen should have jet black hair because her mother was a Baratheon. Mm. So at least one character has been given like this, that 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 distinctive white hair, just as a bit of a shorthand for the audience to go, "Yep, that that's that that's a Targaryen. That's a Targaryen. That's a Valerian." Mm. But but you get it, like they're 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 cousins. Yep. Okay. Great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I mean, just breaking down what is in this uh, fantastic trailer, there's a few key lines of dialogue, the first of which was, uh, what is the point of this sort of small short life, if not to leave a legacy or words to that effect. Mm. So that's going to be a key theme, I guess, like who will control the legacy of the Targaryens. I said mean, by all... Corlys uh, Valerian, interesting. Oh, that's okay because I never saw I never saw who was speaking that line. Mm. Um, what do you know about this Corlys? Because he obviously looks like one hell of a dude. He uh, is an absolute dude. I, I cannot wait to see uh, how they portray him. He's he's very a very cool character. So he basically he's he's a Valerian. So Valerians, for people who might not know, are also Valerian. Um, so they they are also a family from Valeria. Um, so it wasn't just the Targaryens who survived the Doom of Valeria. The the Valerians were sort of uh, cousins to the Targaryens, and they came over a bit later, um, before uh, the Doom. And so they have uh, Valerian blood as well. And so they are kind of that they are an incredibly powerful house in their own right. And Corlys Valerian is known as the Sea Snake. They have, they have their, their specialty is they have the navy. So so they have the Royal Navy uh, basically. I thought you um, were about to say their specialty was like really cool nicknames, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, that that there is that, but but crucially, this is the thing: Targaryens have dragons, but the Valerians have the navy, uh, and that's really crucial. That they, they control the seas. Um, so it's uh, he, he is obviously a very powerful man and he's married 
uh, to Rhaenys uh, Targaryen. So that wow. that is a, a whole sort of dynasty there. Um, Rhaenys, wow. of course, and they're being cousins, I suppose. That's that's quite the. Um... Yeah, like, like I don't know if they, I don't know if they're specifically that closely related. Like, like the two families are basically cousins to each other. Yeah, um, but so I, I mean, don't that, know if they're specifically that's my, that. That's my point. As far as Targaryens, you know, that's it's almost like you're marrying a complete stranger uh, to marry a, a cousin. <laughs> yes, <Really>? exactly. It's <laughs> normally brother sister action. Uh, yes, there's a lot of that. Uncle niece, you know, that kind of thing. Mm, uh, absolutely. Seems, seems quite restrained to only marry a possible yes. distant cousin. Positively civilized. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and Corlys Valerian is even even for a, a legendary house, is himself a, a legend in his own, in his own lifetime. Like he he sailed all the all the seas of Westeros, and he's fought battles and and had adventures. Like he's a he's a real. I was about to say Jack Sparrow, but that, that's not really the, the, <laughs> the association you want these days. But but he's he's a He's a pirate adventurer sort of guy. He's a very cool character. <laughs> is he also in court facing disturbing allocations of um, untoward activities in a bed? I mean, <laughs> you know what? He might be later. I'm not sure. Like, well, like given given what happens in this in this series, or what I assume will happen in this series, who knows? He might be. We'll see. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we saw the other main thing that I sort of pulled out as my main theme of of the trailer, which is um, you see a Stark, a Baratheon and yes. a Valerian walk mm-hmm. into a bar and <laughs> yes. then stab each other in the back. No, that's a bad joke. But um, you see them all pleading uh, allegiance to King. He's King Viserys, isn't he? Or he is he, a King yeah. Viserys, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so obviously where Viserys, uh, crowned for a king, got his name from. Um, yes, yeah. But so they're pledging allegiance to him and his named heir, which is Rhaenyra. Is that right, Rhaenyra? Uh, no, yes, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to get so confused with the Rainers and the Rhaenyras and the <laughs> Valyrians. He hasn't, uh, you know, George hasn't made it easy for us, but uh, we'll, we'll get there. But, yes, it's, yeah. it's Princess Rhaenyra. Yeah, Rhaenyra. So she is his named heir. She's his and... firstborn child, but mm. she happens to be a woman, and that's a problem because in the in the in the Seven Kingdoms, uh, it is As... very strict male primogeniture. Mm. And thank you, which for was actually it. and and so ju- just to just to give context to that, it was actually it was established. Uh, Viserys is only king because it was established that they had they held a massive uh, council of all these lords because there was a lot of arguments over whether uh, Rhaenys or Viserys mm. would become ruler of Westeros, and the council chose Viserys. And so Rhaenys ah. is known as the queen who never was. And um, this is so why she, she... she is older, and technically she was first in line, but she was passed over because the other lords of Westeros wouldn't accept a woman as queen. Hey. And so now, in a bizarre bit of irony, uh, Viserys is now demanding that everyone except his firstborn daughter yeah. uh, as queen, as yeah. the queen apparent. And so she is the one who is warning Renera and saying the men would rather yeah. torch the world than put a woman on the Iron Throne. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that really, you know, struck a chord with me, Stu. I don't know, I... you know, what's been happening in the realm of... Uh... You, uh, you you wrote a very politics. nice uh, little little wrap up of your thoughts on this uh, on your site. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was a very a very nice site. It hadn't actually occurred to me in that way, but but yes, you're right. It, it definitely. Oh really? 
has some relevance. It, yeah, it just uh, it, as I as I said, I think that you know coming the the timing is probably unplanned, uh, pun not intended, but uh, retained uh, on the heels of. <laughs> of the talk in America that Roe v. Wade may very soon be struck down. And, of course, this is American law. It doesn't necessarily have ramifications in other places, but this idea that uh, certain sectors of the population would rather women not have responsibility and make decisions, uh, I don't know, just kind of uh, the timing was apt perhaps. So that's certainly that's certainly what it made me think of seeing seeing that and and also I'm a little bit trigger happy you know I kind of want to burn the world myself sometimes uh but for for you know why am I saying that I don't know I'm very tired you know you, you see sometimes some people uh not going to specify uh which uh sex or gender but some people um who just like to you know run off their mouth about things that really don't concern them more <laughs> you know they they are not really experts in in their professional capacity and maybe should shut their mouths but uh you know whatever we've got an election coming up on may 21 just a reminder to everyone uh, <laughs> in australia that you are uh constitutionally required to vote so make sure you do that just saying it's important absolutely that's an excellent point, Natalie, uh, about some really relevant uh, and topical, you know, current events. Um, so let me follow that up with an incredibly nerdy uh, discussion about whether the character in this uh, thing is called Rickard or Rickon. Oh, um, okay. This has taken the internet by storm. Has I have not seen this? What's happened? <laughs> well, it's just it's a it's a bit of a thing. So so in the in the all of the book materials, uh, the Stark involved in in this part of the story is called Rickon Stark like Rickon the youngest uh, Stark kid yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 the the one yeah. who didn't dodge <laughs> uh, yes, yes, should should have should have zigzag serpentine, serpentine, serpentine. Um, but in the promotional materials and in the uh, subtitles of this teaser, he is listed as Rickard Stark, and oh. not sure why. Like there, there's just it could be just a bizarre thing. Although having said that, it might just be a mistake because if you listen to the audio, I'm pretty sure he says Rickon, and I wonder if it's just like a transcription error that everyone's taken as as gospel yeah um, i could have sworn so, i heard rickon because i yeah i was pretty sure and it, the character's name is rickon in the books and and yet in the subtitles and, and in, in everywhere that he's referred to he's referred to as rickard um mm. so it doesn't matter but it's just the nerdy <laughs> little thing that i like to pick up on um I, he's I, the stark I, he's the he's the he's the king in the he's not not no, very, very specifically not the king in the north but he is the lord of winterfell at this time Excellent. And there's a Baratheon, which there's is There's cool. a Bor- Boromon Baratheon. But we didn't see any Lannister. No, no, we didn't. Uh, the Lannisters are sort of on the outer at this at this time of uh, Westerosi history. They, they they keep to the keep to the rock and, and um, don't have a lot to do with things going on. Although they're, they're, they're around. I think we might see a few Lannisters around the place. What did you make of the characters of the Otto Hightower and his daughter, Alicent? Yeah, well, well, they're they're the other major players. Obviously, um, Alicent uh, Hightower is the well. She's giving me major um, Marjorie uh, Terrell vibes. Yes, very much, very much. Definitely keep that in mind. That, that that's that's who you should think of when when you think of uh, Alicent Hightower um, and her father 
is not quite the Queen of Thorns, but uh, he's definitely, so he is the hand of the king. Otto Hightower at this time is the hand of the king. He's the king's mm. right-hand man. And he's seen as very uh, ambitious. And so I don't know exactly when they're starting the story. So I'm, I'm trying not to give away too much for people who want to go in completely clean but yes like they are both major players and there is a definite friendship slash rivalry between Alicent Hightower and Rhaenyra Targaryen okay yeah because at one point it looks like one of them might have been threatening the other with a dagger which again I am now sort of every time I see a dagger I'm like is it the Valyrian steel dagger that Arya ended up with the one that I think that's what they're going for which is fine like I, I like that they're getting little little nods in there which is which is cool um you've got to have references to yeah you've got to absolutely. have you've got to have rick on stark at some point look out of a window and just say one day a descendant of mine will come back here <laughs> as hand of the king <laughs> and he will prove his loyalty and he will triumph and his children will go on to live happy lives really all together and close as a family without any sort of being split up to the four corners of the kingdom. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah, They'll all be together with their mother, father, children. It's going to be a great time. And it'll be a great story. It'll be a great story that won't, uh, that won't definitely won't peter out towards the end. (laughs) It'll have a really satisfying resolution. (laughs) Yeah. And I can see it now. You know, there's got to be little references like that. Otherwise, why? A lot, a lot of narrative threads will be tied up in a very organic way that won't uh, won't piss everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> the other big, the other big thing, obviously, in this trailer, we finally get a good look at Matt Smith, uh, the eleven, the, the Doctor, yeah. uh, is uh, Prince Damon Targaryen, who is himself a, a bit of a rogue. He's the the younger brother of King Viserys, and is technically the heir apparent, the heir presumptive uh, to because the throne. He's a he's man. The, he's a man, and he's the younger brother. Yeah, fair, fair, um, fair. Then Viserys declares Rhaenyra his heir. And, um, then he didn't look all... too happy about that. He didn't. He didn't, did he? I mean, it might um, have we'll just been editing, about but that. it was very much edited <laughs> just after you saw her face and he's like, this is his named heir, and then you yeah. cut to Matt Smith looking very grumpy. Do you, yes. um, I was chatting to Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast about this. He was saying, oh, I hope Matt Smith does well because he's, he's sort of not really had a good run since ending his time as the doctor he's had a shocking run with every really he's done stuff hasn't he he's been in stuff no but he's been in shit though (laughs) this is the thing he's been in he was in that bad terminator movie um and then he was he's in he's in morbius which is a a, an absolute turkey oh you've seen Um, it or uh, i i have not i've not seen uh all of it i've seen enough uh like just clips and and reviews and things to be like okay well they're the Critical consensus on this is that it is a garbage a fire, okay. uh, like a real a real bad movie. Um, you know, and he hasn't really I, had a particularly good run post Doctor Who. He played. I think I saw a trailer for a movie where he was playing Charles Manson. It was so bizarre because in this trailer oh, you see he him did too. That's right. Like Matt Smith is a tall, lanky gentleman. Charles Manson, famously, famously was sure. maybe maybe five foot if he was lucky. Yeah. Like that was the whole <laughs> thing about him. Why? Nothing wrong with being five foot, but the, but the point is, Manson. The whole thing was like this guy is like really kind of short and 
Stumpy and he, yet he's so charismatic and has a hold over mm. these people. Like it was part of the remark about, you know, what was it about Manson? Um, Matt Smith <laughs> is like gangly and he's got to be well over six feet. In, yeah, yeah, in absolutely. Measure. It just I, seems I to me he's... like really weird casting. <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, his big thing post-Doctor Who was basically uh, The Crown. He played, obviously, uh, Prince Philip. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. In The Crown for two seasons. And he was great. He was incredible in that. But, yeah, since then he hasn't had a good run, which just seems really sad because, I mean, uh, you know, you look at someone like Karen Gillan who's come out of yeah. Doctor Who and just had, like, you know, she's been in some crap movies but like she's just always been working it seems to all be hitting she was in yeah. the jumanji movies which were you know quite successful like they're not they're, they're fun they're they're not not masterpieces but they're great um she's she's, she's in, obviously in she's in marvel movies marvel, like yeah she's really like cracked it and he's sort of struggling it's weird yeah you wouldn't have thought it would go that way necessarily because like mm. he's the doctor so but then she is like incredibly hot so i don't know maybe well, you know, Matt Smith's, no, Matt Smith's no slouch either, but, you know. True. He's, a more, he's, more, of... he's a, a more interesting-looking man than I think. Yeah, he's, you know, he's... Karen Gillan is beautiful. He is interesting. He's, <laughs> he's kind of character actor-looking. Yes, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's not a strictly leading man look, although he's, you know, he's certainly not unattractive. Nobody on TV is. But, uh, yeah, he's not kind of – he's no Chris Evans, like, put it that no. way. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, which suited the Doctor, obviously, and it probably suits yes. this role as Damon, Damon, Demon, Damon, Damon, Damon Targaryen, yeah, Damon Targaryen. It probably suits that a little bit weird, a little bit otherworldly, a little bit kind of slightly inbred, you know. If you, <laughs> I think it probably wonky, does. I, I think people were eyebrows and slightly... extra nipples. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I think people were expecting a slightly older actor, and maybe maybe someone more traditionally handsome. Like he's meant to be, he's meant to be vaguely dashing. Like he's a rogue, but he's also like you know meant to be personally charismatic. We, which Matt Smith can be. Like you know, yeah. I, I'm not saying he's not, but yeah, I, I, I think people were expecting someone a little bit older as well because he's meant to be relatively. He's not that much younger than his brother. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, they've gone deliberately for a slightly, slightly younger. Well, you got to. Um, but I guess, I guess he he reads as older too a lot of the time. Yeah, he do- that is true. Yeah, he's got that sort of wizened old man look, or that he can do at the very least. Yeah. So yeah. Um, no, he seems to be well suited for that. Like younger, who can play older but still be convincingly in the age group to have. Mm. Is it Patty Patty Constantine Constantine who's playing this? Patty character? Patty Constantine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else was of note in this fantastic trailer? I just thought that. Well, I mean, just just on Damon, where we see him at the very end tame yeah. his dragon, which is interesting. I'm almost certain that's uh, his dragon, Caraxes, okay, uh, known as the known as the bloodworm. The bloodworm. The bloodworm in the in the books he's meant to be uh, bright red, um, but they haven't they 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 don't really lean into the dragon colors too much uh, in the in the show. Like in the in the book, like in the in the show, uh, Daenerys's dragons are sort of like um, Drogon is is black, like like we get that, at the, and the other two are sort of vaguely lighter colored, like one sort of a little bit greeny tinged, and the other yeah. sort of like a creamy sort of tinge. But they're mostly like, the, like a grey black sort of color. Yeah, the under like the underside of their wings are sort of tinged. Yeah, black yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. which I guess is a, like a nod to realism a little bit. But I mean, like you know, go hard or go home at this point. Like we're, we're going to have <laughs> lots of dragons in this series. Um, it, it is it is literally about an event called the Dance of the Dragons. So like we're going to see dragons. Uh, yeah. we're, we're promised that up front. 
that really there's is no, there's the no thing. waiting around for them this time like we're getting yeah. them straight away it's all dragons all it's you want all dragons, dragons all the time all the time you come out you want one dragon we'll give you one for free bye <laughs> bye <laughs> bye but um yeah no so he he rides Caraxes, who who in the books is is bright red and shoots bright red flame um but i think uh it's probably going to be tame uh tamed down a bit but uh we'll see we'll see we're, at least we're getting dragons we're, we're yeah. getting dragons straight away it's true and there was a dragon at the very beginning as well sort of flying over yes yeah yeah possibly king's landing uh, yes, yes. Well, that, that's the red. That's the red keep. It was the red keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just flicking through with. Um, I think I can see the sept of Baylor behind it as well. If you screenshot, if you stop. Yeah, probably. If you do, um, because at this at this time that they had the, the dragon pit was still uh, in King's Landing, so there was like mm-hmm. dozens of dragons in King's Landing at any one time. Yeah, and then the other thing that I noticed is you've got a few of these scenes taking place in big halls that I don't quite know if it's. Well, at least some of it is going to be on Dragonstone. Like that shot of Matt Smith at the start where he's holding the dragon egg. If you look behind him, that, that castle, that it's Dragonstone. Like they're they're on Dragonstone. And that the the table with oh, the, is that the, the, the big D gaming table, that's the Dragonstone table. That that that'll of be the exact same it one. Is. Yeah. Of course it is. Oh my goodness. Of course. Because Dragonstone Dragonstone is the ancestral seat of the Targaryens. That that's it where is, they, yeah. they landed um when they when yeah. they fled Valyria. They set up shop on Dragonstone yeah. and sort of plotted to take over Westeros. So that yeah. that's their that's their seat of strength. Yeah, but you're right. How did I not mistake? You know why? Because it's all in black and it's candles and it's all like <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and there's a lot going on. Like there's a lot sort of flashing up all at once. In Game of Thrones, it was all cool blues and everything. But yeah, but there's definitely. I think possibly the throne room on Dragonstone. There's sort of this big hall that Alicent is walking through. Um, yeah. That- could that could be the palace that could be king's landing but i can't well there's also i've just i've just landed on another one uh where there's a, a extremely large but ruined uh room yes. with like yes. lots of things i'm pretty sure that's Harrenhal. that is yeah okay yeah there's also a scene which i didn't mention in my little recap because it sort of flashed by so quickly of like a burial at sea uh what appears yes. to be sort yeah, of yeah. coffin being tossed into the waters which kind of looks like it could be drag, like it's a very rocky outcrop. So maybe that is Dragonstone and someone's dying. It definitely could be. I have a couple of theories as to who that might be, but they're all spoilers. So I'll, okay. I'll, right. I'll hang off. But but it, it's, a, it's a Game of Thrones spinoff. People are going to die. Um, yes. So, you know. And how. Uh, and how. <laughs> oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. There's going to be, know, if, they, thinking, if they stick through the things, yeah. I was thinking with my recaps and with the podcast for this one, we should try and do like a bit of a death lottery. Like who do we think could die in the next episode? Like based on, you know, based sure. on what we see, who might get knocked off, you know, in the next episode and then just kind of keep a running tally of like, because, you, you know, with, as, as with Game of Thrones, you're going to have some that might be a bit obvious, but you're going to have some that will be out of left field. And, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, so let's maybe we should do that. That can be our uh, a special thing. Like, okay, who well, we well, the the, the, the trouble the trouble is, I have foreknowledge of of the overall shape of the story, uh, but well, then they could I surprise can guess. us. So yes, I, I so you guess. can guess, and I can sit knowingly, going ha ha ha. Yeah. Well, what's, <laughs> so you've you've read Fire and Blood? Is that I've is read that I've read Fire and Blood, and I've I've oh, been okay. a giant nerd and just 
poured over the wikis, uh, you know. Ah, I love it when you go full nerds, you. I'm all in on this one, Nat. I, I, I cannot wait for this. I really can't. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I'm I think so excited. I like the look and the tone of it. Like they've kept it very consistent with Game of Thrones, but it's obviously doing its own thing. And I think if they can just stick the landing on this, maybe this is going to be the one that brings it all back. The, the one thing that I did want to talk about is um, in the trailer, just at the end, there's just a little hint of the Game of Thrones theme like the main theme mm. and oh man it was great like yeah. just the just a little just a little da, little da, da, yeah da, yeah like they do it and, and just, yeah. just that that little like micro dose of, of nostalgia oh it got it got me I, I, I wasn't expecting it but it really got me yeah. I was like oh yeah it's back baby Game of Thrones let's do it I can't I, wait I really am saddened that people just so easily threw away you know the joy that we had with Game of Thrones, because I know that you know a lot of people are like, oh, it got bad after season four. No, it 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 was still great. It was still yeah. great, and yeah. and arguably the final season has great moments as well. It's just that you know people kind of immediately cast it aside. But like that feeling of oh my god, new episode of Game of Thrones. Oh my god, what's you know what are we going to talk about? What are we going to write about? What are, you know, just like reading different people's takes, reading yeah. you know exactly getting, yeah yeah. Me getting angry when someone points out something that I didn't think about. And I'm like, why didn't I think about that? And, <laughs> you know, like getting angry that other people writing recaps were getting more popular than me. Just that level of commitment. <laughs> you know, Stu? Just loving it. Sure. Just yeah. lo- like loving it so much that you want to hate everything that's not, you know, doing it your way. <laughs> that's commitment, Stu. That is commitment to the bit. So it's only now, what, four months away? We're in May now, so June, July. Yeah, well, it's actually... coming out in August. It's, it's going to pip. They, they, they've deliberately timed it so it'll pip uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. Uh, so th- there will be a point where we're getting, we're getting a new Game of Thrones show and a new Lord of the Rings show uh, at the same time. And Stuart, are you up for that double-fisted podcasting challenge? Oh look! I mean, I'm 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 up for the challenge, Natalie. We, this is a golden age. We we are living in a goddamn gold. They talked about the golden age of TV before. I'm sorry, we're in it. We're, we're about to enter it. Um, when, when, when you, you have a... two dueling high fantasy shows at the same time, like it's just I'm just it, thinking it's, like it's nerd nirvana. Little little boy stew, you know, little boy stew. You had your Metallica on uh, in one hand and you know, what I can only assume was probably some posters of Lois and Clark up in the bedroom, if you were anything like me. So you've got your Lois and Clark posters, you've got your Metallica shirt on and you know, I know you, you were like me, we're taping Martin Loy off the radio cause it's the nineties yes. and you've got your, your Lord of the Rings and you've got your high fantasy books and you've got a stack that you've borrowed from the library and you're trying to get through mm-hmm. them all. And, uh, and are you thinking, you know, that little boy, that young lad, that young fantasy-loving lad could ever imagine not one but two <laughs> high fantasy series running on TV at the same time that people aren't laughing at, that people are genuinely backing and enjoying. Like, the, and, and that's the thing. It's not, it's not just that it's on TV. It's that it's the biggest deal of, <laughs> it's prestige. of TV. It, it's prestige TV. Yeah. It's like it's insane. I, I, you know, there are people who like get really down on this sort of thing, but man, like you, you guys had boring dramas for for a long time. Like yeah. we're in <laughs> tits and dragons all the way. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, final comment as we wrap up. Uh, no nudity. 
I noticed that. Well, not in the trailer. I wouldn't have expected it in the trailer. <laughs> but, but we'll see. We'll see how uh, they that they if it's anything if it if it follows the uh, example of its original parent show, we're going to see lots and lots of nudity for the first couple of episodes, and then not much after that. Oh, okay. I just want <laughs> I just want more full frontal male nudity. I'm just going sure, in hard. Sure, I mean, don't we all? Yes. Wait, going in hard? Is that the right choice of words I should be using there? Probably not. But I'm I'm, I'm relishing. Um, I'm really grasping with both hands. Wait, should I be saying that? I, the point is nudity. Uh, I'm simple. I'm a simple woman. I'm maybe slightly a bit of a pervert. That's fine. I can get <laughs> on board. You know, it's fantasy. It's high fantasy. Bloody Lord of the Rings is not going to bring the nudity. So House of the Dragon has to step up and bring the nudity. Yeah. It's how it's got to yeah. go. We're going to have got to bring the tits to the tits and dragons equation. Yeah. Like Hobbit's probably, you know, Hobbit. Can you imagine Hobbit's getting naked? No, you can't. <laughs> they probably have sex. I mean, it's on the internet that pe- people have imagined them naked, but you know. Oh, really? Oh, rule, rule 34, Natalie. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to tell me of a new hobby that you had. No. <laughs> Hobbit porn. <laughs> now that's what I called second breakfast. <laughs> Do you want to know why they really don't wear shoes? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Um, Stu, what a delight it's been to talk. I keep wanting to say Game of Thrones because it just rolls off the tongue, but you know what I'm saying. Westeros. Yes. House of the Dragon, Targaryens, Fire and Blood, Fun Stuff, Dragons, Tits, Dragons, Tits and Dragons. Um, We will be back with more Robin on, Robin Hood podcasting, and that's probably what I think will sort of carry us through to August or, well, actually might not, but we'll, you know, we'll we'll continue to podcast. Uh, So we're in match fit readiness for House of the Dragon. One way or another, you can't get rid of us between now and then. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be more trailers that we will break down for you because, damn it, we need to do it for that little boy, Stu, who right now thinks (laughs) he's all alone in the world. Does anybody else like Metallica and Australian comedy and high fantasy? You know, does anybody else have that nexus of of interest? (laughs) And one day he will learn that the whole world shares that nexus and maybe not the Australian comedy bit, but the other two. So (laughs) high fantasy and heavy metal. I also want to see just briefly, I saw you tweet about seeing The Northman. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we could do a whole extra podcast on The Northman, which uh, I, is, yeah, yeah. As, as I said on Twitter, the most metal film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I think that's what reminded me about it because I was mentioning yeah. Metallica and I was like, yeah, what did you say about yeah. yeah, it looks oh, it, it, insane. It's, it's an incre- it, like just amazing, awesome movie. <laughs> like, so good. And does uh, Alexander yeah. Skarsgård have his abs out, like just all the time? He, he's got his abs out. Um, there's not uh, there, there's not any uh, sort of tackle action, uh, unfortunately, because uh, mm. uh, of course they're trying to uh, they want to get kids to this film. I assume. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they wanted to keep it <laughs> open for the families. Yes, violence. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you've seen that movie, you know why I'm laughing. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Oh right. my goodness. Well, um, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and see The Northman and we'll do a podcast about it because it sounds really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I keep, I keep hearing hell about of Nicole lot of Kidman. People like loving Nicole Kidman in that film or something. She's unhinged in the best way. It's, it's amazing. Every single person is just giving the most bonkers performance in that, in that movie. It's insane. 
Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. I, I'm not spoiling anything by saying like it's literally Hamlet crossed with Conan the Barbarian. Like it's <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I love it so much. It does sound like it has a, is a stew stamp on it. This one's for stew. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with, with just with just enough uh, pseudo intellectual sort of undertones that I can pretend I'm being smart about people like brutally <laughs> killing each other. It's amazing. Justification. Yes. Um, Stu, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone. We need to come up with a good House of the Dragon, you know, fire and blood. Well, we'll figure yeah, it we'll out. Figure it. There'll be there'll, be there'll be there'll be lines. We'll come to something. But until then, we will see you next time here on the Raven on podcast. True Raven on. True Raven yes. on very soon. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for following. I'm at GoComfy on Twitter. Stu is at Disco Stu. Make sure to tweet us your thoughts and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.